We all have a yearning for love, but relationships can be confusing and complicated. Dr. Tammy Balashevsky says it all starts from within. It starts with a journey to center. Here's your host for Journey to Center on Empower Radio, Dr. Tammy Balashevsky. Hello, my friends and you sweet souls. I'm so honored to be connecting with you for a little while today here on Journey to Center. Ah, yes, love and relationships. And isn't budding romance fun? Do you remember the butterflies in your stomach when you would look at your beloved across the room? How about not being able to eat or sleep because you were so smitten? Sure, infatuation and initial attraction can be really fun. And many might think life can never get better than this first blush of love. But I'm not one of those people. For me, expanding and deepening in my connection and intimacy and using my 12-year marriage to support me in evolving in my spirituality and consciousness has been the greatest gift of my life. But how can we do this? How can we manifest and experience long-lasting and fulfilling partnerships? Is there a relationship expert out there in the big wide world who can break it down and teach us in a comprehensive way about how to create thriving relationships at midlife and beyond? Well, if you're ready to set the intention to experience your full capacity for love in this lifetime, you are in for an eye-opening, empowering, and transformational conversation here today on Journey to Center. I'm so happy to have here with us for a second show, Dr. Kathleen Hendricks. Dr. Hendricks is a consultant and educator in the field of body, mind, and relationship transformation. She has explored the catalytic power of the creative arts in psychotherapy and organizational systems. Dr. Kathleen and her husband, Gay Hendricks, have been married for over three decades, and together they have created powerful and comprehensive tools for individuals, couples, and corporations. Their work focuses on empowering people to use resources of movement, breath, creativity, presence, and love to manifest positive and powerful choices in work, relationships, and life. Additionally, Kathleen and Gay are considered foremost authorities and major contributors in the arena of conscious relationships. Their work has been featured in countless magazines, journals, and books, and they've appeared on hundreds of radio and television shows, including Oprah, CNN, CNBC, and CBS's 48 Hours. Dr. Katie and Gay are also the authors of over 12 books. I think Gay has written over 40. And together, they've uh, written bestsellers such as Conscious Loving, Conscious Living, The Conscious Heart, Attracting Genuine Love, Five Wishes, The Corporate Mystic, and their new book, Conscious Loving Ever After. After 34 years of marriage, Gay and Katie know well that cultivating a healthy love relationship is an ongoing commitment. And their new book opens the doorway to thriving in love at midlife and beyond. So, Katie, thank you for saying yes to a second show with me here on Journey to Center. Oh, it's my great delight. You mentioned something that I think is really interesting, and I'd like to start here, that a central choice that makes all the difference in love at midlife and beyond is what? What is the central choice? The central choice that people don't realize is that In every interaction, I have the choice to expand, to open up, to turn toward and to present what is actually occurring, to let life in or to fold up. And what we see happening with 
I think also in the mythology of relationship, that there's just a certain place that you get to, and then it's downhill from there. And you kind of settle into routines, and people get comfortable with each other, and they finish each other's sentences, and they kind of know everything there is to know about each other, and they snooze, (laughs) (laughs) you know? (laughs) And so what we've seen is that that's actually a choice, that you can continue expanding learning, discovering, using your relationship uh, as an avenue to continue growing. And one of the things that, that I appreciate from our friend Bruce Lipton is that he, he said something that's been really valuable that we found really applies to relationships as well, that your community of cells are either growing or protecting, but they can't do both. So in your relationships, and this particularly applies at midlife and beyond, because your, your circulation of love and aliveness is your main fuel source. And if you start folding up and protecting, then you get less and less and less juicy, and you simply actually kind of dry up. And I think if you look around, you see that many people used to make that choice, I think that we're seeing new possibilities now and that people can, uh, people understand that, wait a minute, there's no limit to love, that we can really just keep being refueled by that and transformed by that, but also renewed, that we can experience a kind of, of expanded creativity that comes from that choice. And so it's a very, it's a simple choice, but it has profound uh, implications. So the, the choice in every moment of, am I actually going to turn toward what is emerging right now, whether it's a communication or a feeling or a, or a possibility to learn something new, like, for example, to go out and, um, and learn how to dance with your partner uh, or to take up some new way of interacting with each other or to both of you go on a on a trip where you're learning how to contribute to a community together those are the kinds of choices that allow us to continue being a part of the human family rather than being moved off of the conveyor belt which happens to people once they are in their 40s and their 50s there's this sense in culture of okay move move get out of here <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, make room for the new people. That's true. And and what you're saying, it excites me so much. This is how I like to live my life in that um, I want to stay open and connected to that sense of wonder and curiosity and um, creativity. And I don't want to ever think I know everything there is to know about my husband or myself. I want to continue to keep opening because we're aspects of the infinite. So I don't want to get bored and think I know everything about him or myself. And I think that keeps us really expanding. It does. And it allows you to have this. I I didn't actually know this was possible until I I started kind of identifying what I was experiencing with gay, which is this amazing deepness, this richness of our contact. I I experience it, you know, like there are... um, 
uh, there was this wonderful video that came out a while ago, Microcosmos, where they they looked at the life of a meadow in France over a 24-hour period, and there was this one section of the film where there were these two snails mating with each other, and it was the most luscious experience of that that cell-to-cell contact where they were exquisitely aware of each other and dancing together. And my sense is that that is our possibility uh, as humans to feel that intimate contact with life, that we're right up against life and being touched deeply by life and being renewed by that contact and that our experience with our with our mates can be going ever deeper, but also ever new, a sense of, oh, oh, I didn't know this about you, or, oh, I've just discovered something that expands my sense of who you are. And I've not seen a limit to that. Oh, I love that. And what you're saying is so accurate. I think so often we think that the um, husband or wife or partner should be fulfilling us. But I think really we need to expand our vision and have that cosmic love affair with the universe. And then we get to celebrate that with our partner, our beloved. And then it really does become quite extraordinary. And really an extraordinary, what we found is that we become a living work of art. Mm-hmm. We actually become an evolving work of art. And and that the appreciation and creativity and the the attention, the loving attention that we give to ourselves and to our partner is really the main fuel. We call it presencing, which is really a turning toward an opening of your body, literally opening your body rather than crossing or closing up, and then breathing so that you are fueling yourself for, ah, what wants to happen? What wants to happen in this unique moment right now? Mm. That's so awesome. Yes. It's awesome to experience. (laughs) It is. And, you know, so often what I see, and I've been guilty of this myself, Katie, when um, I have an idea, like my husband's talking and I want to finish his sentence because I want to share what's going on in my mind. But I've become more patient with the process and maybe it's presencing where it's like, oh, well, if if I don't remember the thought, I'll have a new one. Exactly. And what you're pointing to is something that, that we call the art of the toss, that that our creativity with each other can be fueled by giving and receiving and that each interaction really is an opportunity to either call off the game. That would be the old power play of, you know, I want to be right or, you know, I know better than you do or what are you talking about or, or just, you know, turning away or, you know, Gay and I used to have this habit where, uh, we would start talking to the other when the other was walking out of the room. So we weren't really even, you know, in the same space with each other. Right. But if you give attention to, which we, which we show you how to do um, in the new book and, and our, on our videos, of using the toss as an opportunity to keep the game going and to invent new games with each other so that the element of play, the element of co-creating really becomes what you do. It's not about proving who's right or who gets to be in charge. It's really about supporting each other's unfolding as really a creative artist and learning how to 
give and receive. So, like, for example, Gay loves wordplay. And when he used to, he would toss a phrase at me, and it would really just be like dodgeball, where the ball would hit me and drop off because I would freeze and just not know what to say. But over the years, I've given attention to, okay, how can I receive this and then add to it and then toss it back to him? (laughs) And that is a skill that everybody can learn how to do, which allows you to experience your relationship as a place where you can enjoy and play together which is something that I think people don't associate with relationships. Oh, yes, play. It's so important, you know, and and I I think that that's a really fun thing. It's like letting my husband be who he is and interact with him and then just be available for not knowing where it's going and and just being in my open heart and appreciation and willing to laugh at myself. Yes, Yes, willing to laugh. And and one of the ways that we do that is – by dropping the words out from time to time because we can really get triggered by words. So dropping the words out and just uh, making noises and gestures at each other Uh, or putting on music. We have something we just put on a a song and then we just move the way that we want to move together. (laughs) So there are are ways that that every partnership, that couples can create their own personal ways of appreciating and of playing together because it is such a fuel for your relationship that can replace that adrenaline drama that most people are used to. You know, and and what you're saying makes so much sense. It's like, do you want a piece of candy or do you want this really nourishing, you know, um, incredible um, live food meal? You know, what's really going to sustain and and keep you healthy? It's not going to be, you know, the Snickers bar. (laughs) <laughs> right, you know. Although the Snickers bar is very tempting, and when people, when people, maybe do you can have a bite up, of that later after you've had. Yeah, your really- exactly. Oh. If you're, you know, <laughs> we're not saying that you never get to have Snickers bars again, but that you have more choices. Yes, I love this. And so, something you write about in your book that I think is really interesting, and I want to really touch on this with you, is the integrity component. You say integrity is sexy. Can you tell me more about why, <laughs> yeah. what that means and why? Because usually don't put those two thoughts together. Exactly, exactly. We thought that would get people's attention. That integrity, actually, the root of integrity means wholeness. Mm-hmm. And one of the definitions I really love of integrity is an unbroken wholeness with nothing missing. And that when I experience myself as whole, I'm able then to see others as whole. And when I'm in integrity, I'm actually in alignment. I'm not moving at cross purposes with myself. Right. And so that allows me to be completely available. So, for example, if I'm hiding something, then I'm going to withdraw not only from my partner, but from myself. <clears throat> Whereas if I'm in integrity, I, the flow through me is like having the garden hose with no kinks. Mm-hmm. And, it, and, the, and that allows me to express myself fully and uniquely. And I, if I've experienced, and I imagine that, that you have also, that the unique expression of another person is incredibly sexy. It's lively and yes. full of, of 
surprise and the unexpected, you don't know what the other person is going to say. It's one right. of the things I love about Gay. When he opens his mouth, I have no idea what he's going to say. <laughs> I find that really thrilling. And it touches me actually in an energetic way because I can feel his full out expression. And I, I feel honored by, by him sharing himself so fully with me. Mm-hmm. And those are also the elements of being, of being truly sexy is that I'm opening myself to another and sharing fully who I am. Yes. And so as people learn how the elements of integrity that, that we talk about in, in the book, and we also have on our website for people to explore, those are actually, it's not a woo-woo. These are actual skills that you can learn. So, so for example, to be able to, to describe what is going on in any moment without blaming anyone, that's an integrity skill. And so if I'm able to say, rather than, God, you made me sick, I, you know, which is not, <laughs> which is arguable, which is not actually describing what's going on, whereas if instead I said, you know, I, I, noticed my, I noticed my breath stopping and I feel a lot of heat in my face and I can feel some tears behind my eyes and, and I don't really know what's going on. So there's nothing arguable in that, but you can also right. hear the flow. There's the flow of energy, which I am giving to myself and giving to you. And it's incredibly engaging. And that is such a beautiful thing that you're sharing, Katie. And I think it's so helpful. I mean, that is such a great piece of wisdom. Rather than pointing the finger out, saying, um, yes, you're making me sick or you're making me angry, even right. that, to take right. responsibility what's going on with yourself physically. Like, I feel my stomach churning. And, and I've done this. And so that it keeps that relationship and that connection open and flowing so you can go into the mystery together yeah. and, and have it be revealed as, as it expands, which is so incredibly powerful. It's empowerful, and it also is, it's intimate. We're discovering together. We're going into this Mm -hmm. frontier of loving and sharing our journey together um, as allies. We're having this journey together. And I think that that's one of the, the most thrilling things that's available to humans. I totally agree with you. And I've read before that uh, control is the master addiction. So what you're talking about really to me seems like surrendering, surrendering to that connection to something greater and to each other, which I I imagine could bring up some fear for people. Exactly. That's why we have the fear melters. (laughs) Yes. That's why you give people these tools to navigate through this uh, territory, which they're, you know, so comprehensive and, and, um, it makes this um, kind of connection available and accessible if people want it, if they really want to Absolutely. live a life of love. Absolutely. If you, if you decide, that regardless of what your relationship past has been, you truly can create the relationship of your dreams, and you can do it choice by choice. And we know that these choices work, these relationship maps that we've created um, have been used by now thousands of people uh, over many decades. And, you know, we have now second and third generation people who are using them. So, mm-hmm. so we know that they, they work. And it's really a matter of you simply 
stepping in, getting in, and starting. Yes. So what I love so much about what you guys teach and how you live your life, it's, it, you're not just giving a recipe for people to follow. You um, share approaches and experiences for people where they can access a sense of um, renewal and freshness and, to me, the fountain of youth. The th- yes, the fountain of youth and the fountain of co-creativity, which I think is really the, the future is what happens between us. So if people are not in the drama of power struggle and conflict, you open up a lot of free time. <laughs> and, and that actually becomes a big issue. It's like, what are you going to do with all your free time? Because you're not trying to uh, manage your partner. You're not treating them as an improvement project, but rather as a work of art that you're supporting. That your life then becomes waves of creativity that you get to enjoy and that you get to experience not only making a contribution to your partner, but your relationship then becomes a beacon that radiates out into your family, your community, you know, and more widely so that you then uh, can be a catalyst for others to find their own loving renewal. I think that's, you know, being called a light worker. I think it's bringing heaven to earth. And I remember thinking years ago when I was in these relationships that were full of conflict, if I didn't have the conflict and we gave each other instead of taking energy from each other, imagine the good things I could do in the world. And I have manifested that. And life is so much easier and so much more productive. And people are like, God, you get so much work done. You must not sleep. And I'm like, no, that's not true. I'm productive, but I'm energized. And it's like there's no push-pull. There's no... Um, you know, limiting beliefs or dueling intentions. There's no againstness in within me or within my relationship. So, yeah, it's it's just a lot more fun that way. It's a lot more fun, and a lot of people think, oh, well, you know, it's going to be boring. You know, it's if not we don't, boring. If we don't have the conflict. <laughs> it's going to be boring. And I, I just, I want to challenge you that that actually I found to just simply not be true. That it, I am having more fun and uh, more creativity and better sex than ever. Uh, And, you know, that's also something that people think, well, you know, when you get to a certain age, you know, it's really all over. So just be good friends with each other. It's not true. Okay, so we have four minutes, and I really want to know more about this because I think you're touching on something that's really important. How can sex get better as we get older? I think that there are there are a number of ways that uh, when we were talking earlier about making this choice to keep expanding and discovering and uh, being more and more in integrity, that allows you to actually experience yourself as juicier. And uh, what we have found is that both Gay and I are both more fit, more energetic than really at any other time in our lives. But I think on an emotional and energetic and at a sexual level that you become more open to each other, that your uh, your contact becomes less about physical, you know, mechanics. It becomes more of an energetic and a creative dance with each other. So I really experience that through gay, I touch and am actually making love with the cosmos that I feel incredibly renewed and that I'm on an adventure of deeply contacting 
the the love and the discovery that is at the center of of each of us and the the experience of being able to be more and more revealed to another i don't think there's any limit to that uh what gain i've been experiencing most recently is that we literally feel connected all of the time and that if gay just stands next to me i feel this thrill this actual physical energetic thrill up and down my body that I actually didn't experience earlier in our relationship. So all of the practices that we've been talking about lead to you experiencing more and more uh, connection, play, creativity, journeying with your partner at every level, and that includes at a sexual level. Well, I'm inspired. <laughs> I hope so. I mean, we want people to know that truly it can, you're your experience of yourself and as a sexual being can keep deepening throughout life. I just love that you are the living example of what you teach. You don't just (laughs) preach it, you live it, you share it, you celebrate it. And I just, I adore you both. I'm I'm just so, again, so grateful to be having this conversation with you. It's just, I just love you. (laughs) Oh, thank you. I'm wiggling. (laughs) Me too. I have goosebumps. I just, I just love it. I just think you're just so remarkable. I'm just so honored and grateful to have you here today. So Katie, quickly, where can people get more of you? Do that shout out again, where people can get your books and your videos. Yes, I'd love to. Yes. I wanted to, um, to mention that on our website, Hendrix.com, which is H-E-N-D-R-I-C-K-S, we have lots of what we call free stuff where you can um, go into each section and find videos and processes that you can listen to. And if you go to uh, the relationship page, at the bottom of of that page is a little paragraph about our new book, Conscious Loving Ever After. And if you click through, you'll find five videos that will lead you through the processes that we, the major processes that we write about in the book that will give you the foundation to build Conscious Loving Ever After. So I definitely want people to know about that. And then also if you go, if you are on Facebook, you can go to our Facebook page, which is Hearts in Harmony, where you can get daily relationship tips. You can sign up for our newsletters and you can find out about, uh, on both sites, you can find about our in-person seminars, which uh, we've been doing for many, many years, which will allow you to have the actual learning in person of, of these concepts. But you can also, of course, do them through our online programs. And so we have lots of stuff for you to experience. Also, I wanted to mention we have a, our nonprofit, the Foundation for Conscious Living, has its own website and Facebook page, Foundation for Conscious Living, which is based on the principles of appreciation, authenticity, and responsibility, and how making those three changes can change the world. So that's another place where you can, for example, uh, get the 66 Appreciation uh, Day Challenge, where you learn how to first appreciate yourself and then let that ripple out into your world. Such great stuff. Thank you so much, Katie, for spending some time with us here on Empower Radio. You just have honored me greatly and inspired me deeply, and I'm just, um, I'm just thrilled, thrilled to be spending time with you and sharing your information with the world. So mm-hmm. to my listeners, thank you for hanging out with this. I know you're inspired as well. So check out Katie's 
great work and, and Dr. Gay Hendricks, great work. And be in touch with me, TammyBPhD.com. I always want to hear from you. I want to know how you're doing. Know that you're in my heart and prayers. God bless you. Onward and upward. Bye for now. <music> 